0: time news flash 30 minutes 45 commercial three minutes for patrons jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth liberty and justice this is monica perez
1: and i'm brad binkley
0: our top story the battle to stop the steal continues to rage on in Georgia. We have news from all corners. Trump's call with Raffensperger, Lynn Wood's shenanigans, but I want to launch the show. First show of the year. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you. Thank you very much. How was your holiday? It was interesting. It was it was really? nice. How about yours?
2: Uh
0: it was a much needed rest. Uh, I feel like I probably did more like cleaning out closets and this and that than a rest would have. You know, I would have rather a rest that didn't have all of that stuff. But you know, it's good for the soul.
1: Of course, and, yeah. And
0: to putter around. I'm starting a massive new diet because the COVID nineteen has oh. uh, been an, an unacceptable weight gain. So I am. Um... That's a resolution, <laughs> probably
1: for a lot of people, to get rid of the COVID nineteen.
0: That is exactly right. So I'm using the Nora Get Gaudis method, the primal fat burner. So I'll tell you how that goes. It might interfere slightly with the DPP. I might have to go with the diet gin and tonic, no more exotic (laughs) cocktails. And we also had the real launch of the year for us was the Zoom party yesterday, which I cannot tell you my my messages have been littered with stuff like this. I will read you this from Ismcant. So much fun with a lot of fancy exclamation marks and stuff. If you and Brad can schedule these like even once a month or something, I cannot overstate how awesome that would be. And uh, he wants to give a special shout out to some of the people who participated, but I have to wait for their permission because it's kind of, you know, we don't want
1: Confidential to have, until a little
0: bit, a little bit. It disappears like everything else. But it was really, really fun. It was great to put faces with names. So we'll tell you how that yeah, if awesome. we do manage manage to make that a permanent thing. But uh, another thing that we did over the weekend, I did it and you posted it, was a live stream with Garland Favorito a voter GA, about what's happening in Georgia right now. And we have it in the Propaganda Report feed. It's also on my YouTube channel. We're going to do another live stream with Garland on Sunday at two o'clock Eastern to get an update on this. Things are really getting hairy now. This we just got a breaking alert from him via email. What we talked about over the weekend, which you can hear in the feed, the propaganda report feed, is he he was telling us they they have this lawsuit in Fulton County. To defend their constitutional rights to vote that they feel like the ballots that poll workers swore appeared to be fraudulent, deprive them, dilute their vote, their constitutional right to vote. And that is the grounds on which they sued. Today, they were getting a hearing with a good judge, somebody they had high hopes. And if the judge allowed them to uh, physically examine the ballots. Garland felt confident that there would be a real cause for pause, that they they could easily have more than the 12,000 ballots they would need to flip the electoral votes from Georgia, from Biden to Trump. And that's just in one avenue. It's these uh, inauthentic looking mail-in ballots. So he had very high hopes. They were prepared to do this counting, do this forensic examination this afternoon. Just got news. From Garland, uh, breaking alert, the hearing expected to be held today at 11 a.m. on motions to compel Fulton County to allow public inspection of the November 3rd ballots was temporarily derailed by an attempt to transfer the case to another judicial circuit under false pretenses that it was an election case. And he explains in this, the petition voter GA plaintiffs filed against Fulton County is not an election case for that very reason. It's just suing for violations of constitutional rights. He loves his attorney, Todd Harding. He says he immediately filed an objection to remand the case back to Judge Rochelle Carnsale before a transfer could be completed. But that means there's no hearing today, no ballot inspection uh, today. He says he believes that the Fulton County chief judge attempted to order this transfer. Get this bombshell, because I asked him about this and he said this was unlikely. I said, do they have the ballots? And he said, oh, yes, they're under the courts. The, the court has them. He's saying he thinks they Fulton might not have the ballots to inspect.
1: So, so if they're gone. They Yes, and I I said
0: that not this time, but the week before, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they destroy the ballots. And and he said, well, that would really be bad. I said, they'll take the heat for that. They'd sooner take the heat for missing ballots than flip the vote. Are they giving a a reason for
1: their objection to this, why they don't want these ballots inspected?
0: Well, the, the, the objection is that it's in the wrong place. It's an election case. And it's being held by the wrong. So that court should not be hearing the case. So and a
2: procedural
1: saying, objection.
0: Yes, yes. But time is of the essence because it's on Wednesday that Congress is slated to certify the overall electoral college count. And granted, Republicans are going to object to that, but it'll be a lot uh, more compelling an objection If Garland gets the chance to count these votes before Wednesday, he thinks he has till Friday. He thinks that the back and forth in Congress will last till the end of the week. But they are clearly trying to keep him from bringing this forward. And I was surprised with that Trump stuff that I don't think they even mentioned this particular case. He says he's not hearing from Purdue. He's not hearing from Trump. You know, I'm surprised at that because this is a very compelling objection that he has.
1: 653-8838. Three, eight, eight, three, eight. Yeah, Fulton County has seemed to bend over backwards to not allow these ballots to be inspected. And you're right. When Trump or really anybody in the media, in the the right-wing media, mentions the voters- not voter suppression, the voter fraud stuff, the election fraud stuff, they don't actually talk about the possible cases that that are legit that could actually overturn the election in Georgia they kind of throw out all the sensational ones like Trump did in his phone call his, that his, was what
0: was surprising I so I read a lot of the transcripts of that and he he makes it sound crazy it's like he's his own taint agent
1: yeah He throws everything up against the wall. There were claims in there that had more legitimacy than others or were more provable than others. Not to say that some of the stuff that he said was completely untrue. It's just to say some of it's more provable and some of it, you have more of a chance of actually getting it overturned than others. But the way the media reported this phone call, this was a phone call between Trump and the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Roethlisberger. It was, quote, leaked. And this Phone call was over an hour long, over an hour long. And the media has honed in on, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words, seven
2: words
1: (laughs) out of context to say that this is Trump being a dictator, trying to pressure them to find the votes. The the words that Trump said were, I just want to find 11,780 votes. The way the media (laughs) frames it is as though he's a mob boss going, I want you to find. You you get what I'm saying? Maybe they're in your trunk
0: right now. I yeah. mean, have you looked in your trunk?
1: It could be Go in your pocket. Go look in your trunk. He opens, <laughs> he opens a trunk. There's a dead horse in there. Okay, I see the votes. I get there's it now. That, that's of, what the yeah. Is this a box
0: full of ballots in his trunk? Oh, wow. Right, yeah. That's
1: I what the media would have you think. Is that This is some massive pressure and dictator who's trying to bully and force them to overturn the election. He, he, Trump was making his case. This was at the 37-minute mark that this, this line happened where Trump said this. Up until that point, Trump spent the entire call, making. His case thing. We know that we have the votes. We know a lot of similar sentiment that Garland has expressed that when we talked about that, the votes are there. Trump, we know we have the votes. You just need to find this amount of votes and you can stop working on it because we don't need any more than we need to win. Right.
0: Because he's saying there are hundreds of thousands. Yes. Of votes. He's saying there's That's a lot That's what he more. was saying in the beginning. Mm hmm. And that's what I keep saying to Garland. But Garland is such a professional. He doesn't talk like that. So I'm just like, Purdue, Purdue should be in there for 15,000. I mean, where yeah. is he? And he's like, yeah, well, we're just trying, you know, the presidential election is really important. Right. And we're just trying to have integrity here. So I'm just like, yeah, stop at 11,800. Know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a couple other interesting quotes from Trump that he said in there. He started talking about. Stacey Abrams and he premised it by saying to roffensberger I don't know why you're doing this you're a Republican one day you'll tell me why you're doing this I don't know why you're doing this you'll tell me one day you'll pull me aside and tell me he's a lot of talk like that like kind of why are you doing this What who who got to you who are you working for and he didn't say who are you working for but it had that kind of feel to it and he says to him starts talking about Abrams he goes Stacey is as dishonest as they come and then he tells Roffensberger, Stacey played him. She outsmarted you. At every step of the way, she outplayed you at everything. So he's throwing Stacey Abrams in his face saying she's a con artist and you fell for the con. But
0: first of all, this is the guy who wrote any publicity is good publicity. Of course. And by by saying that she's outsmarting the smartest of the smart, it feeds right into her image. And of course, in your facing... If Stacey Abrams is in your facing GOP, guys, her side is going to love this.
1: Right. Yeah. And there's a line which would be a nice isolation line for me, I guess. He said Trump said she's totally corrupt. She's playing you. She's laughing at you behind your back, Brad, whether you like it or not. They're (laughs) laughing at you.
0: I think that plays right in, don't you? They're not laughing at him. He's winning it for them. they are If they're doing anything to him, it's patting him on the back.
1: Yeah, it plays into the division. This was a call where it was going to be obvious. You could take it out of context, give one side fuel. The other side say, wait a minute, look at the whole thing. Easy to continue to divide and conquer. They say that this was released by, they I think Trump is actually suing the Secretary of State on the claim that they released it. But I could see Trump's team releasing this. Just as well, like any t- just, attention is good attention, also it puts his argument out to those audiences on and on other networks
0: look the way this is playing out in my mind is. If Trump really wanted to win it, he'd be doing it the way Garland is doing. Right. It. And and there wouldn't be like this Linwood noise and Sidney Pollack yeah. bringing China and Iran. Garland liked Sidney Pollack, thought she would be there with him, was a little puzzled by the nebulousness of throwing in China and Iran and the election stuff. I mean, to me, all of that stuff is a way to distract and deter and make it appear like a good fight is being fought while knowing full well that you are either losing the fight with those arguments or undermining somebody who were ignoring uh, or drowning out the really good fights. And I I think that's what's happening. I think this thing is a scam. Garland is fighting the good fight and the people did. A lot of people voted for Trump, that's for sure. But I don't think he's necessarily defending just like he vetoed the National Defense Authorization Act, knowing full well the veto would be overridden. And that way he gets to say, if fought the good fight? Oh, well, sometimes you lose because those guys suck.
1: Yeah. Garland's fighting the good fight, the legal fight, the evidence based fight. Meanwhile, the other fight is purely PR stunts, purely propaganda war, information war, which is not concerned. It's concerned with the sentiment of the public and unconcerned with the actual evidence
0: and it's beyond that too i think in that a it's the art of ambiguity because both sides can pull those nebulous emotional arguments apart and it does appeal to the emotion as you say but i think that's the very point of it to confuse the issues to make it feel crazy i mean let's fast forward or let's change gears or level up let's say to the lynn wood stuff okay so just to i mean does that seem seem crazy or not (laughs)
1: It's interesting, and I have a lot of thoughts on it.
0: Ever since getting to know the people and products at True Hemp Science, I have made CBD products a highly rewarding part of my life. From muscle rub to body lotion to CBD oil and my absolute favorite, gluten-free brownies, I have incorporated CBD products into my own approach to personal well-being. To find out more about CBD products in general and True Hemp Science products in particular, including their latest offering of gummies, check out their website and request a free personal consultation at TrueHempScience.com products report.
1: Lynn Wood has gone full QAnon. I thought he went full QAnon before on Twitter, but he has gone true full QAnon slash Pizzagate at this point on Twitter and beyond. The other Over the weekend, over the break, he tweeted that Pence is going to face the firing squad, execution by firing squad, which could get you investigated or have this FBI knock at your door if you're anybody else, but that was Where allowed. Where did he write that? Do what? Where did he write On that? Twitter. That's ridiculous. He wrote it on Twitter, and, and, and it remains on Twitter. And just today, here's some of his tweets today and yesterday. He says that he believes Chief Justice John Roberts and a multitude of powerful individuals worldwide are being blackmailed in a horrendous scheme involving rape and murder of children captured on videotape, and he says he has the key to the files containing the videos and... Uh, he also he, he he has shared this information and then he connects it back to a blackmail scheme conducted by members of the 10 world's most well-known elite intelligence agencies a group known as the lizard squad and that the blackmail files and rape and murder files were obtained by this group and the copy was provided to, was provided to him by Isaac Cappy who was the actor who died after he Pushed himself They say he committed suicide Fell off a bridge And shortly before he committed suicide Isaac Cappy was all over Instagram Talking about Pizzagate Pedophile Conspiracy theory Like those related conspiracies And this stuff is still on Twitter. Lynwood has been allowed, despite the fact that Twitter a few months ago came out and specifically said they will be removing all QAnon-related content and not allowing that. Now, I'm not saying he should be removed from Twitter. I just find it bizarre that his stuff is still there. Meanwhile, that very same subject, over the weekend yesterday, we had a video that we post on December twenty. 20- 20th of 2016, it was a WSB show where we talked about Pizzagate and we didn't support Pizzagate. The theme was that Pizzagate was a psyop that was covering up actual crimes by tainting the source. So that gets removed from YouTube on yet all this Lynn Wood stuff about the same subject is allowed to be there. And he's now being held up as the model for the crazy, insane Trump supporter.
0: We know a friend of uh, uh, of ours and. Fans of the show will know, was removed from Twitter for saying something in jest or as clear hyperbole in the same vein as what Linwood said and was not taken down. When I heard that thing about John Roberts, I I, and the whole Q thing has gone to where it's now like a lot of Christian symbolism, which I think is starting to make it look like radical Islamic stuff and that that way they get to be anti-Semitic and anti-Islamic at the same time. I think that's going to be a part of the future of the Q PSYOP. But I wanted to go back and look at Linwood's tweets from the past because When he was defending the MAGA hat kids, I don't remember any of that stuff. And then also we've heard that he used to be a Democrat. And clearly his line of thinking that they should not vote for the Republicans tomorrow in Georgia will have an impact on the entire country basically forever because you'll have the Democrats there. We're on the verge of socialism and technocracy. I mean, we have socialism, but like a a technocratic totalitarianism that if you have a unified, even if it were Republicans, you could probably still but if you're going to have the Democrats in both houses and also in the White House, you're it's there's going to be absolutely no turning back. Nobody's there to to even put up any resistance whatsoever. It's very important if you if you want to kick the can to make sure that the, that the Democrats don't have both Congress and Senate and the white house but i went to look back to see when he started talking like this and this is the second time i've done it i just sit there and scroll back through his tweets as far as i can go i just scroll 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 and i do that to myself a lot of time not a lot but i search for things so i'd scroll on twitter endlessly because it's hard to search on it and uh this is the second time it's happened. It just won't let me scroll back anymore. Right now, it, it, it stopped at December 7th. I got it all the way back to, like, I think a couple of weeks before this over the weekend. But I cannot get to his, old, his Twitter feed from previous times. And I can't figure that out. I, mean, I saw a couple there.
1: of retweets from 2019 where he was expressing similar sentiment.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Of that? Not, th- not like this, but of
1: 2019.
0: 2019 is a little too close. I'm thinking of the Early MAGA hat kids. Was that 2019? When, was, I guess what, it was. The MAGA hat kids? That's when he made... Oh,
1: I think... You, oh, I don't you know. know. That was 2018, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like... I investigated him then. Not investigated him, but I just looked into his background then, and I didn't see any red flags. It's like not this like this.
1: It's not as over the top as this, but he... Definitely has some QAnon-like tweets from the past. I that just I noticed.
0: I just think he rose to prominence, uh, or he got back in the public eye when the MAGA hat kids thing happened, and he's involved in a psyop now.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. He also did you know that he defended the? And I think he Richard continues Jewell. to defend the Ramsey, the Jean-Bernard Ramsey's brother, from accusations by the media oh. that he is the one that did it.
0: And has that been a long-standing relationship?
1: Yeah from what From what I saw him tweeting about now, it the other day
0: that's supposed to be the deep secret theories about the John Vinet Ramsey thing is that she was the subject of some rituals
1: yeah, it's really his past looking at this and now all this stuff coming out, his role he 's playing, it definitely raises an eyebrow he also tweeted out what he claimed. This, this has raised suspicion to me more than any of the other stuff because I don't know that I buy this explanation of how the blackmail works because he tweeted out, here's how the blackmail works. And he said, the blackmail targets are approached with a gun, a child, and a camera. Now, that's odd. If I see somebody Hold approaching that. someone else in a park with a child, yeah. a gun, and a camera, I might call the police. It's a bit strange. The target is then ordered to rape on, on video the target is then ordered to shoot the hold child on, on. on video.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we want these words strung together, and uh, AI might not like it. But what is this that you're talking about?
1: This is Lin Wood tweet from earlier today about how the blackmail works. It, he finished it by saying, "The target is then owned and controlled hold by the on. blackmailers until blackmail evidence loses its value. When would that type of evidence lose its value? Time out,
0: bro. Mark this. Do whatever you want with it, but mark the time. I just got." And I did want to talk about this. Someone sent me an email about Lenny Posner and how he was a victim of conspiracy theorists. I'm arguing that what Linwood is tweeting, maybe if he gets retweets or if people talk about it, maybe a way to get people taken down because the Posner picture got me taken down, not because I threatened him, even though the email WordPress sent me had Posner's address in it, uh, it was because I violated his copyright on a photo that the BBC published of his son. It was bull, but it was a trap. I knew it was a trap, yeah. and so to the extent that that you know people are considering retweeting anything from Lin Wood. yeah, I, I, would I would retweet that. Hesitate, That's... but I, I think you might have to bleep it on our feed. Right. I mean, how does how does YouTube find stuff that isn't in your tags when he takes down? Well,
1: this ain't going on YouTube.
0: OK, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that kind of stuff just it seems like a trap. It's he, something. Whatever he's doing, it's something. Yeah, that yeah, is for it's sure.
1: something for sure. But he is the example of the crazy Trump supporter that that's what he has emerged to. on. But
0: I don't know I anyone that. like that.
1: Yeah, I don't either, but it doesn't matter. It's a straw no, man.
0: No, I know. He,
1: he's it's, a living embodiment of a, a QAnon straw man.
0: Okay, then we should change gears if we have time to talk about the Nashville bombing. People have asked me to talk about it, and it goes to that kind of making people look a certain way. I'll tell you about that if you want to hear it.
2: Do you love freedom? Does the daily news leave you shaking your head? Does mindless conformity give you the heebie-jeebies? Are you surrounded by people who just don't get it? Are you right now wearing clothes? You over there, yes, you, do you like cool clothes? Well, meet the Rye Guys, makers of fun, freedom-loving t-shirts and more, quality products for independent thinkers and other such troublemakers. We make each of our handcrafted tees with equal parts satire, mischief, and rye social commentary. Put on one of our tees and you'll meet kindred spirits, share a laugh, and enjoy great Conversation. Take off one of our tees, and well, we're not here to judge you. We support liberty, peace, and voluntary solutions to societal ills. And you have our word, our products are never tested on animals other than sacred cows. So stop by today at www.ryguys.com. That's w-r-y-g-u-y-s.com. Ryguys.com. The Ryguys. A rye wit for today's sh.
1: One more thing about Lynn Wood. When he first started talking like this on Twitter, very openly sounded like QAnon, I said, it kind of looks like Lynn Wood is QAnon. I said that on our show when this first emerged. I've started to see this, this feeling come out in that crowd a little bit. And friends of mine who have been very hopeful that the QAnon thing was real, that there was going to be a pedo march. They were going to round up all the pedos. They were going to march them out and have a tribunal on television. They are now back to believing that this is what Lynn Wood is talking about. I've gotten multiple text messages from different people today asking me if I think that's what this is. I I do not. I think this is a a psyop like you. It'd be great if they rounded up all the pedophiles and gave them a trial and, and 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 justice was served. That would be great. I don't believe that's what this is.
0: That's totally fine. That is irrelevant to the presidency. And it is not something that should have allowed Trump to bankrupt
1: this country. Of course, I mean, I'm talking about the way though, that it, it, it is impacting Trump supporters and they're believing it is what I'm saying. I agree.
0: And it would be great. I totally get what you're saying. And it would be great. But I think people don't even realize when they say it would be great, but it's not going to happen, that it is, even if it were going to happen, it's irrelevant to the presidency. That is not a legitimate thing to say that Trump has given up everything for that. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's within. Right.
1: Yeah. I wasn't yeah. saying that. I, I was saying that completely unrelated to Trump. Yeah. I, it'd be yeah. great if all the criminals of the world were just <laughs> No, I, I agree.
0: Would. I know. But I'm just like making that point because, I think a lot of people who believe that think it was valid for Trump to negotiate away everything. You know, they were like, well, he can't do anything because he's, yeah, he's, he's giving up everything that we elected him to do because pedos. And it's like, well, you know what? We have an Department of Justice FBL. Why why aren't we pressuring Bill Barr to do that? You know, it's just, I I get it. I get it. But it's not even a federal issue.
1: That is what Bill Barr, Lynn Wood, and others have claimed Bill Barr is going to step in as vice president. It's some wild claims coming out there. Yeah. (laughs) So yes, the Bill Barr thing has been thrown in also.
0: All right. Well, it sounds like that whole thing is just in a whole little echo chamber. It is. I don't think it's going to, I don't think that stuff's I don't even think that that gives us an idea of what the next PSYOP is. I think that's a it's a it's a way to corral people away from things that are
1: important. And it destroys the credibility in the eyes of, of people who are anybody who talks about that stuff is not going to be credible to the people they're talking to. For the most part, if they're trying to convince people that there were election fraud and this stuff comes up about Lynn Wood. Yeah. Those people are immediately going to be nobody's going to believe them.
0: And you have to give a lot of material if you want to keep people really distracted from other stuff, you yeah. have to keep feeding more storylines into it. It's it's like any false flag investigation that I've come upon, even the real ones. Yeah, it's just it's a bottomless rabbit hole. But I, I did want to talk about the
1: Nashville thing. I one caveat, real quick. I, I there's absolutely compromising going on. There's absolutely these these rings of people doing horrible things, but coming out in this fashion and, and these that's just not gonna. This is a psyop. That's my that's my piece on that.
0: <laughs> right. OK. Um, uh, let me just give you a little one or two lines on the national thing we talk about in the patron 15. It is so there was a, a bombing on Christmas Day in Nashville. I'm sure people have heard about it. This guy, Anthony Quinn Warner, the story is he parks an RV in front of an AT&T building and uh, blew it up. But he had broadcasts for this is what I read in the wiki entry is that he broadcast for hours before that. It was for that, hours. That's what it said in the wiki entry. Maybe I should
1: double check. that. I did but. see where the broadcast was apparently saying that in 15 minutes or something that there will be something that goes off. And that after it was going on for so long that people who had left started coming back because it never it didn't happen in the time frame that it originally said
0: I don't know maybe now um I'm going to look because I thought it said for hours and um anyway so It was a it was a strange story. And the guy, I think one thing that really stands out in people's minds is that over the year or two before that, he had signed over a couple of properties to a woman who says she does not know him, Michelle Swing, who's in L.A., but I think she had some time in Tennessee. That's the thing that I kept hearing about. But when I looked into it. Uh, There are a lot of weird details as you if you looked into it at all, you've had noticed that. But the weirdest thing, and I urge people because I cannot imagine it's going to stay up for very long. I should probably upload it to my computer. I just tweeted at Monica Perez show a TMZ article that has a video in it of a body cam, a cop cam. And what it says, the headline is and I say, like, I ask people, don't you think this is weird? The headline is chilling body cam from Nashville explosion, quote, good spot for a bomb. And it says that the cops walked by this explode, the, the RV and the one cop says to the other cop, oh, see that at and building? That's where everything is. All the hard lines are wired through. And the other cop didn't say good spot for a bomb. He said, good spot for the bomb. He said, good spot this for the bomb. This was
1: before it went off?
0: Yeah. So they're walking by and you can hear in the background that they're saying, uh, stay clear of the vehicle, stay clear of the vehicle. Like there's a, there's a, there is a recording coming out of the vehicle that says, stay clear of the vehicle. So the cop's body cam hears that and they're not commenting on that at all. So they walk past an RV. The guy says, this is a good spot for the bomb. The guy says, oh, yeah, that's the center of all the hard lines. And the they do not comment on the fact that the RV is broadcasting stay clear of the vehicle. It reminds me of Building 7 where the firemen are like, it's coming down. Clear the area.
1: So It kind of reminds me of the Georgia bridge collapse where no one was under the bridge at the time that it happened. There was hardly anybody around at the time this happened.
0: There's a lot more to it that feeds into that kind of thing. And the story, it's pretty complicated. But the bottom line is, so later in that same video, the cops, they hear the bomb. They don't alert in any way. They they look immediately because you see the cam, the body cam over to where it is and they start walking towards it. And when they get there, they do a little jog to some of the cop cars that look to me, uh, were clearly in position before the explosion, blocking off all the roads leading to that street. And there were no cars or anything on the street when the guys were doing that walk through. And uh, it seems very, very clear that it was a drill. Very clear. And then I can tell you why those uh, what I think some of the reasons were and some of the details that then when you think about it's a drill and a made up story, then you can start thinking about why are these the themes they want emerging? And I'll tell you about the themes in the patron 15. And I have a shout out.
1: Yeah, my phone definitely was not working right the day after Christmas and a little bit. I think Christmas night, I was not getting phone calls. It was hard for me to make phone calls. I don't know if that's related or not.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I th- they said in the articles that it did cause outages. Oh, and it said that the the backups were damaged by fire and water. So the generators didn't work. These AT&T buildings, if you have one in your city, you will know I grew up in fire New York and one.
1: water took them out.
0: That's what they said. The the AT&T buildings are like fortresses. They're absolute... They're supposed to withstand... I was always taught when I was growing up, they're supposed to withstand nuclear attacks. There's no windows in them. 10, 15-story buildings, no windows. This was one of them. It's impossible for me to believe that that had no backup and could be damaged by this guy's thing, so...
1: Yeah, that seems a little suspicious that they were taken out by just fire and water. In the patron 15, I will tell you about how the media is going to report on what they are calling Trump's bloodless coup.
0: I have a shout out. The first shout out of the year. I'd like to shout out to Monica and Brad. This year has really undermined my assumptions about the way the world works. And I am so thankful to you both for being my guides. Like Virgil guiding Dante through the circles of hell. You have been true companions illuminating a path through this past year. Keep laughing. The truth is out there. Very nice. Thank you.
1: You guys can find your drive time news blast every week to afternoon at ThePropReport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with The Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash report and get access to that extra content, as well as virtual parties and other fun things that we do. You can also find us on rockvent.com where we do deep dive video podcast into the panel discussions that the World Shapers put on where they talk about how they're going to shape the world in their own ideals. We will talk to you guys tomorrow or in the Patreon 15. Have a fantastic rest of your day.